you know, helping her out. How's everyone? You're supposed to say, how am I? Blessed. Last week we talked about being led by the Spirit. Remember that? What we want to do is be Christians that are healthy Christians and not make the mistakes that we've made in the past. A lot of us would use this phrase, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done things different. Well, you don't get a second chance at being 20, teenager, in your 30s, but you can start now. One other thing that I hear too much of is, I don't understand the Bible. Well, you don't understand King James. And people will argue about, uh, well, these other interpretations of the Bible are not the original. Well, King James is not the original. The Bible was not written in English. You all know that, right? There's the message. The message is, is one form. The voice and the passion. For you people who don't like uh, all the these and these and thous and all that, the passion is very good. The passion only has the Proverbs, the Psalms, and the New Testament. Now the voice has, is all the way through. The message is different. The guy that done the message called himself a Bible interpreter. And so for those that don't like it, it'll speak in a language that you will understand. Does that make sense what I'm saying? And so what we want to do is learn how powerful the word is. Many of us, and only those can say amen that know what I'm talking about, many of us made a whole lot of mistakes because we didn't have a light, all right, directing us in our path. And we took the wrong path. And some of us are still suffering the consequences of it. And it don't have to just be sex, drugs, and alcohol, because everybody runs that in the ground. It can be diet, you see? Yes, you know, a lot of sickness is caused by diet, right? And we pay for it now. As I tell you, God forgives your sins. Everybody agree with that? Your body won't. And so we need to know that. So where are we find? Where do we get the information uh, to help us in life's journey? The Bible says that faith come by hearing, but hearing come by the word of God. How can they hear unless they have a teacher? And how can he teach unless he's been anointed? That's why you come to church. You come to church to get the word of God and the preacher to help you interpret it and put it in a, a way that you can understand it and every individual can put it in their lives so they can live the life that Christ has set out for us. One of my favorite Psalms is, and I'll be doing a little of this uh, on my own, but I told you I want to be here in case I get caught up and get lost, okay? Uh, Heather does a good job. And somebody did ask me, where's Bass Man at? He's got a new schedule, driving a, uh, the trains downtown, so he hadn't left us. He's got to get them Duncans. <laughs> yeah, you got to have. You got. You got to do what you got to do. And this is a very important scripture, Psalms one nineteen one o five. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. The Bible should be yes. 
The Bible is for us to be a light for our feet, right? And to direct us in how we should walk. Does that make sense? And, and, and without a light and you walking in darkness, no telling where you're likely to end up, right? Or even if it is kind of light where you can see a little bit, there's too many crossroads in life that you have to take that you need to be very careful or you'll take the wrong one, right? And there's a lot of people who done a good thing, but they didn't do a God thing. And so I want the, I, I use the word of God to be a lamp for my feet to guide me in my path. That means every day of my life, there's something in my life that I need to look in the scriptures and find out where I'm going. Amen. You understand? Amen. You see, a person that doesn't care where they're going, anybody will lead them there. Can I say that again? Yes, a person that doesn't know where they're going, any road will take them there. Are y'all with me? Yes. You see, so you must be very careful of what path you take. Yes. You have to, listen, you have to acknowledge many of us in here, let me do it this way, make it easy for everybody. All of us in here at one time or another took the wrong path. You see, right? Yes. And we just, we didn't know where we were going, so we just took a road, mm -hmm. right? But now we're in a point in our lives all of us as Christians, we should be aware that we don't want, right, to walk on our eyesight, but we want to walk, that's the human sight, we want to walk through the path that God has set for us. We can't do that unless we walk in the light that he's given us. All right? And then we have Psalms 119, 105, on through 12. By your word, I can see where I'm going. The word of God teaches me, yes, and I can see where I'm going. Listen, when you read the word of God, it will show you where you're going. Right way, wrong way, just way. You understand? And sometimes some of us have traveled all the ways. You see, we want to travel. You know, it was very good. There was a book years ago called The Road Less Traveled. You see, and it was really good because it was talking about psychologically it was dealing with. But many of us took the road that had been traveled. Now, don't get upset at me. Sometimes the road that family members have taken, that is not the road that God has put for you. You see, I can understand that the DNA in your physical body is sometimes some things that you can't do any about it. Right. But this other thing, you can. You see, I don't want to take the road that uh, my father took, right? And you all know my story, I didn't know who he was. You know, I was Chester Sullivan until I got in high school and, then I, and they still call me Chet, but my name is Johnny Chester Fields, all right? So I don't wanna take the road that my father taken, never saw him, never seen a thing, irresponsible. And it still didn't get him off the hook. You understand what I'm saying? Now that, I can change myself. And every one of you in here, you may have parent. You see, you may have a sister, a brother, or somebody. No, you don't have to take that road. You see, just because their DNA, you a born again Christian, you have a different DNA. Amen to that. You see, you can go a different direction than your parents went. Because just because they're your parent doesn't mean they were taking the right direction. And so, as a matter of fact, some of you are going to never even want to think about going the direction they went. 
right? And the, and the sooner you get it, uh, the better off your life is going to be. Amen. It is amazing to me how many people make the same mistake as mamas and daddies and fathers make. That's, that's amazing to me. If I seen them get in a car wreck, I'm talking about wrecking their life, not physical, then why would I walk blind and get in a wreck and wreck up my life? You see what I'm saying? And some, some, let's do it this way so it'll make it easier. Sometimes people, some of you in here are still healing up from the wrecks that you've had in your life. I'm talking about mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Does that make sense? So, huh? So I, I don't want to do that, and I don't want none of anybody in the sound of my voice doing that. Well, I, well, Pastor, how can you not? God's word will be a lamp unto your feet, and His word, His word will direct you and teach you which way to go, which road to take, and, and yes, and His word will tell you to observe all of the the, the signs of life. There's one way. You see. Soft shoulders, right? Detour. Are you with me? His word will help you do those things, you see? How many of you in here, so only say amen because some of you may have it all together. How many of you in here wish that you never would have took the detour? Do you see what I'm saying? You see? Yeah, went to, went on a one-way street the wrong way. Right? And so it's about life. And this lesson we're getting today is about life's lesson. You see, it's fun to go to church and have a good time. I don't like that. You want to go to church to get some information that will help you in your life, that you don't make the mistakes that other people have made. I don't even care if even if they're your friends. You, you don't want to do that. I'm not going that direction. I don't want to make those mistakes. I, uh, you know, People talk about, what's that thing called peer pressure? That is a lie. Ask me why. Peer pressure ought to be, everybody ought to want to be an A student. Not that everybody ought to want to go, you know, or a good person, right? And so, here we go. I'm going to say it again. God's word is the lamp for my feet. It is to guide me through life. You see, it is not boring. People talk about the Bible is boring. No, that's if you get in that King James and you don't understand it. Get a Bible you can read. The passion, okay, the voice, the message. Those are Bibles. All right, and for younger people, the passion is awesome because it breaks it down in the terminology that you will understand. And see, my, you see, God's word will help me to see where I'm going. I need to know where I'm going, which direction I'm going. Here's one of the things that people do all the time, and they'll say to me, I'm trying to find myself. What does that mean? The last person I need to find is self. You see? No, 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 no. I'm trying to find my purpose, God's purpose for my life. Are you with me? You see? And, and uh, uh, this other thing, and listen to me very carefully, the mistakes are made. I'm looking for. You see? God has never sent anybody looking for nothing. He sends you to where you should go. Yeah. That's who you want to put in your life. Yes. Who you need to put out of your life. You can go down to your education. You understand what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit will put you exactly where you're created to be. You understand? 
Here we, we I lost, that's why you're up here, because I, I knew I'd, I'd lose it. He continues in verse 105, your words throw a beam of light on my dark path. And see, there's a dark path. I need, the word of God will do what? It will throw a beam so I can travel this dark path. Neither looking to the left and looking to the right, it's throwing a beam on a dark path. Because life sometimes, life in the physical, say in the physical, okay, the lights will go off. But if the, in the spiritual, the Holy Spirit and his word will give you a light to walk through darkness. Oh yeah, it will. All right, when everybody else around you is walking blind, feeling their way through life, you won't do that because the word of God through the Holy Spirit will be a beam and tell you, I don't want to do this. The worst thing in life is somebody with a lot of potential. And I've seen it all my, in my years of some of the most intelligent, wonderful people crash. Nobody directed them took the wrong path, messed up their life. You see, I tell people all the time, the smartest person never got to use the intellect, got incarcerated, yeah, drugged out. Am I making sense this morning to you? All right, you see what I'm trying to get you to understand? You all as a people, you don't want to get lost. You will lose you'll lose out if you don't have direction. Where your direction comes, the word of God. Who's gonna lead and guide you? His light, which is his word. All right, please. Then he states, I've committed myself and I'll never turn back from living by your righteous and, order. And he's, he's committed himself, she's committed herself, she'll never turn back, never turn back. Once you get on that right path, and once God is leading you and directing you in the path you should go, you say, I'm never going back to that mess. There's a scripture that says, only a dog goes back to its own vomit. That's a scripture that you can look it up, right? And it's amazing to me how many people go back to the same thing and expecting a different result. That's crazy. You, you understand? That can be in anything. I'm not going back. I'm committed now to a new style of life and you can start today. You can start today. I'm committed to a new style of life. I am not going to live the life that I've been living before. Are you with me? All right. And in verse 107, everything's fallen apart on me, God. Put me together again with your word. And there could be, you could be in here. I've been there. Thank God I'm not there. But everything is falling. Have you ever had a time that everything like all hell broke loose? You see, everything's falling apart on me. And that is a dangerous thing. Ask me why. Because if you don't have God in your life, you're going to medicate yourself. A lot of people don't get it. They are medicating themselves because they can't handle the pains of life. Right? But the Bible tells us when you're falling apart, come to God's word. Okay, come to God's word. God, teach me your holy rules. We need to, let me tell you, you will fall apart if you try to do it by yourself. Because trouble will find you. I don't care who you are, trouble's gonna find you. You see, but I don't wanna fall apart. 
So I had to go to God's word to strengthen me. I think I'll be talking about that later, to strengthen me, to lead me and to guide me. Hey, there's that light. All right, read that again and where am I at? At verse 107. Okay. Everything's falling apart on me, God. And he's talking about, it could be someone in here. It could be a lot of people in here. This is your day. Everything is falling apart on me. God put me together again. Put me together with your word. Put me together. My life is falling apart. And if you don't put me, let me tell you, if God doesn't put you together and you don't get this, I guarantee you, you're going to medicate yourself. Oh, yeah, you're going to medicate yourself because when pain is there and you're grieving, you can't handle that, you see, without some kind of medication. The medication we need is God's word, because if we don't have God's word, we're going to drug it out, drink it out, other things that out. We're going to medicate yourself. We're going to run from the pain, all right? We're going to run from the problem and run to the pain killer, which we think could be drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever. Are you with me? And this is why when I see a lot of people, I see a lot of people, it hurts my heart to see wonderful, beautiful people. And I'll just talk to the ladies because they listen to me more so than the men. Beautiful, beautiful young ladies mess up their life. Not listening to this. Messing up their life and you mess up your life and you got pain in your life and something's happened to your life. It could be abuse, it could be uh, uh, domestic violence, it could be sex abuse or whatever it can be. Amen. And you're gonna medicate yourself. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, you medicate yourself. Medicine doesn't heal you. Right. Right. There ain't no medic thing, it doesn't heal you. No. You see, it doesn't cure, the word of God cures you. It'll heal you. It'll heal you spiritually, mentally, and physically. You see, I want a healing. Doing really good, feeling really good, okay? But I'm still taking medicine for cancer. You see what I'm saying? But thank God, I'm healed every place else. You see? You see? And be healed in those places, I can deal with that other. Because the more, listen to me very careful, the more you get in God's word, Brother Larry done an excellent job yesterday, the more you get in God's word, the easier you can handle everything else around you. Right? And if you don't know it, call somebody who does know it. All right? So again, from the Amplified, I am greatly afflicted. And it's going to happen. Let me tell you something. There's one thing I can promise you. Trouble's going to find you. Where you live at, the trouble's not going to find you. You know, these are some wonderful people. Where everything was going good, and their life was going good two weeks ago. And that tornado came in there, and that flood came in there, and they've lost everything they've had. You see, the fire's out in California. You see, people who are dying of this virus. You see, there's always going to be something. Okay. Then he says, renew and revive me. Listen, listen if, if you ever been sick and tired of being sick and tired, <laughs> handling too much. You see, you know, people say, listen to me, you've heard this for years. God won't put more on you than you can handle. Y'all have always heard that, right? 
The problem is you will. <laughs> the problem is you will. You'll put more on you than you can handle. You see? And then you, but here's what happens. The Bible says renew. He'll renew. Sometimes I'm broken in my spirit and I'm tired and I'm frustrated and I'm stressed. And I have to get God renew. You see? I've been emptied out. You see? All right? And again, revive me, giving me life, O Lord, according to your word. It says revive me? Renew me and revive me and give me what? Life. You see, I want life. I think it was, uh, I don't know what day it was, Wednesday or Thursday. Sister Gwen and I got four calls of deaths back to back. Of people, you know, there are people who look to me and her that are not in the church. We got those calls. And it was, it was you know, and that's the tough stuff. When you get those calls, it's, it just touches your spirit and, and you just, you know, it can break you down. So each, each time you go through that, you got to ask God to revive you. Amen. You see, you know, I'm a, a track coach. You all know that, been done it for years. There's a time when it's called the periodization period. What that means is like cross country, you have cross country. After you get out of cross country, they have indoor and then they have outdoor. So what you have to do between cross country and indoor is take time off. Mm -hmm. That's your periodization period because if you keep going doing too much, you'll break your body down. If you keep doing too much, you will break your spirit. You'll put too much on you, more than you can handle. Do you understand what I'm saying? But God's word will tell me you can't handle that. You, you don't need to deal with that. There's, there, remember now, there's some things you need to put out of your life. And they can be people. You see? I'll say it, I'll say it over here. Maybe they'll help me a little bit more. There's some things you put out of your life and it could be people. You can love them, but you don't let them take. You understand what I'm saying? Because they will weaken you to the point, right, that it will break your spirit. And see, and God didn't tell you to go over there and try to save them. You can't save nobody. You understand what I'm saying? You can't even save yourself. You see, so I, but God's word will tell me how much I can do. The Holy Spirit will tell me how much I can do. And most of the time it's just pray. Right? Are you with me? You going to do better? All right. Who's going to lead and guide you? God's word. All right. I just love it when giving life lessons. And, you know, a lot of pastors would get upset. You know, they call me a preacher. I'm no preacher. I'm a teacher. But I teach life lessons. You know, I'm not offended by that. Because this life is what's kicking our tail. Isn't that right? Yeah. It's killing us. And if you don't get it together and get it right, it'll take you down. Come on here. It'll take you down. And we don't want that. We want, we want to be educated enough in God's word, strong enough, committed enough, and dedicated enough in God's word that we can step back and say, Lord, revive me, strengthen me, give me the wisdom, the knowledge, the foresight, and the insight to handle this. I need your light. I need for you to be a path, and a path right now because I'm walking in some place I don't know. All right? 
I'm at a crossroads. You ever see those crossroads and they got one going this way, one going this way, one going this way, one, and you get in the middle of that and you just get, don't be flipping a coin. You better know which one is right for you to take. All right? And so God's word will tell you, take the right one. The left one looks better. The one in front with you is very enticing. But the right road is the one you want to take. Are you with me? All right? Verse 108, adorn me with your finest sayings, God. Teach me your holy rules. And that's what you, you come here for. It's for the Holy Spirit to anoint the pastor, the preacher, the teacher, to teach you the holy rules. Yes. You see, it's very simple. Let me tell you all something. Living God's way is simple. It is very simple. There's nothing hard about living God's way. Ask me why. He'll send the Holy Spirit to assist you in it. When you're living your way, you're on your own. You all remember, some of your older ones in here remember, when you thought you were, uh, doing, your parents used to say, I don't think they use it anymore. You're smelling yourself now, huh? You want to be on your own now? All right. And it cut you off. And you'd figure it out real quick. You weren't ready for that. God do the same thing. So you don't need my word? You don't need my assistance? You don't want to obey the word? You don't want the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you? Okay, go on. Try it. Are you with me? All right. My life is as close as my own hands, but I don't forget what you have revealed. Yeah, it is. But I haven't forgot what God has revealed. You ever, you ever, I'm going to tell you something. You all that are brave, ask God to give you a spiritual revelation of which way you should go with your life. It doesn't matter how old you are. Ask God to give you a spiritual revelation, okay, where to go with your life. Don't go looking for it. It ain't in other people. And other people may not know. You can get on your knees. Here, try it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I heard the pastor say that you would direct me. Give me a spiritual revelation, Father, so I know which way to go with my life. You see? It's not a dead end. It's a beginning. Once you do that, it's a beginning. You understand? All right. And from the voice, he says, my soul is continually in danger. And that's it. We got all this stuff around us to distract us, yes, from doing what is right. All this stuff around us. Yeah, my soul is continually around us, distracting us in which way we should go with our lives. And it'll kick, it'll kick your tail. I can do that in here. You see, you know, I'd like to say something else, but it's good. Many of you know what I'm talking about. You see, it's, it, it's amazing to me how Christians fall and let Satan entice them when you've got God's word to direct you and empower you to step on him and walk by him. Let me tell you something. Ask yourself, what would Satan do if you walked past him? He's supposed to flee. 
You need to ask him. I'm asking y'all, what would Satan do if you passed him? Would he flee? He ought to. He ought to say, that's Johnny Fields, that he believes in that Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And he resists us. And the Bible says, Satan to flee. You have that kind of power as a Christian. You see? The devil has no power over God's children unless they allow him to take that. You see? The problem is, you got the light, but you got to follow it. You see? Have you ever tried to take a shortcut? It took you about an hour to get back on where you was at. I've, I've done that a couple times. I told Gwen, oh, we just going for a ride. <laughs> totally lost. You understand? Didn't follow what? The direction. You see? That's what the map's for. All right, where am I at? At verse 109, again from the voice, my soul is continually in danger, but I do not forget your teachings. If you can keep the teachings of the word of God, you got to keep here and here and in your spirit. You see, because there's always somebody calling you away from that. I could almost say this, and most of you agree. Look how far we have came from the word of God, just even being decent. On yesterday, I think it was yesterday, it may have been the day before, they were lined up in New Orleans to get gas. Okay? It's a true story. And somebody, this guy was going to cut in front of this guy. And this guy said, you can't cut in front of me. And he said, what are you going to do, shoot me? Whoopi saying, what are you going to do, shoot me? Guess what the guy did? Pulled out a gun and shot him, killed him. That happened yesterday. That's where we're at now. You see? Now, you know, definitely that brother wasn't following the word of God. <laughs> you see? Either one of them. Now, there's two fatherless homes. You see? This is where we're at now in America. You see, what happened to love? I tell all of you all in here, if you don't have somebody that doesn't look like you, you ain't, you ain't doing very good. You see, the problem is, we don't want anybody that doesn't look like us. Asians, African-Americans, Caucasians, we say white and black, whatever. It's, you, you can't find somebody that doesn't look like you. See? I have many people that don't look like me. And I love that. And God's word teaches me to do that. It says, love my neighbors as I love myself. If I can't do that because of the, of the nationality of another group, I'm not following the light. Do you notice some people have missed their best friend because they don't like them people? You see? But God's light tells me you got to love all people. Listen to me very careful. Even people who are not Christians. You can accept them, you just don't approve of the way they live. Here I go. Acceptance and approval. Say that. Acceptance and approval. I'm going to accept, accept you. You're still God's child. I just don't approve of your lifestyle. 
And so there's a lot of people. God wants me to accept uh, uh, people and, and all this stuff because that's what we hear is the brain of Christ. But we don't approve of them. But so if we don't approve of them, the Holy Spirit will help us to educate them. Oh, you wouldn't? And sometimes we need it educated. All righty. Thank you. Verse 110. The wicked do their best to throw me off track. Listen to this. The wicked do their best to throw me off track. There's always somebody wanting to throw you off track. Yes. There's been a many a person in here probably would be witness, witness to the point that they were really doing good in their life. Had everything going good. And he put the wrong person in their life and then threw them off track and it tore their life up. You see? Because I always remember, Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He doesn't want you successful. You see? I don't want to be thrown off track. It'll tell us how not to be. All right? Yes, he says, but I don't swerve an inch from your course. But I don't serve, swerve an inch from your course. I don't care how good you look, how much money you have, you see, how pleasing, and, and all your teasing. There's life. I will not swerve from God's word. Come on here. Say amen to that. You see, we ought to be radical. So radical about our lives to care enough about ourselves to love ourselves that we're not going to allow wicked people or anybody else to come in and cause us to sway from the life God has created for us. Amen. Right. You see? And, and and he's out there looking right now. I, I tell people, well, he wants to. Do you know why everybody look at me real close and get this? Do you know why? Some people get involved in that craziness out there and Satan wants to get them because he knows how great you can be. If you ain't bothering him, he ain't bothering you. But he knows how good you can be. He knows, he knows, he knows exactly. He said, I'm going to stop this little girl. I'm going to stop this little boy because when they get to a great point, they're going to do it right. And if they do it right, they're going to be a light and their light's going to shine and other people are going to look at them and they're going to be the role models for other people and they're going to have children and grandchildren and, 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 and it's going to go on and on. I want to stop them. I got to do something to stop them. You see? The word of God says, no, I'm not going to swerve from one thing outside of God's word. Okay. All right. In 111, he says, I inherited your book on living. I inherited your book. Here it is. Here you go. But you can do what? Just hot them out. Voice, message, passion. I call it the commentary of life. Teach you something. Teach you something. And see, and then people will come into your life and, and know just enough to sway you if you're not careful. But I'm not swaying from that. All right? And he says, it's mine forever. What a gift and how happy it makes me. It is mine forever and what a gift. Mm -hmm. This book. 
It's mine forever. And what a gift. And how happy it makes me. And another version says, and the joy it gives me. Yeah. See, when you get the reading, get in the New Testament, you get the reading of the power of Christ and, and the goodness of the Lord. It gives you joy. Yeah. Makes you happy. Yeah. You see, it tells you how the love of God is, how much he loved you, the sacrifice. You see, when you really think about that, it just gives you, for me, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. For me? Wow. I can be changed by the twinkle. I love this. I can become a new creature in Christ. I can become a new creation no matter where I've been. God can start today and take me to where he would want me to be. Wow. If that don't give you joy and make you happy, it oughta. It oughta. All right? Because, see, a lot of people can promise you things. Let me see, I like joy more so than happy because happiness usually comes by happenings. Joy comes by what? The spirit. God gives me, gives me joy. All right? I concentrate on doing exactly what you say. I want to do exactly what the word says. I always have and I always will. No matter what you say about me, this is the way I'm doing it. I might not be popular in school, but this is the way I'm doing it. You see? You see? People may talk about you, but this is the way I'm doing it. You see? They're having more fun than I'm having it, but I'm, this is the way I'm doing it. Because fun is a temporary thing. You see? You understand what I'm saying? This is what the Word of God has promised us. I hope you all are getting this this morning. I want you to get it. You ought to have life and, and life more abundant. Enjoy your life. Let me tell you something here. You are so unique, there's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. That's incredible. The God is, there's nobody like you. And what is ugly? What is beautiful? You see? You know what beauty is? On the inside. Your spirit. I've seen some people that look pretty good on the outside until they started talking. Have you ever done that? You say, oh my God. You see? You're beautiful in God's eyesight. He created you to be who you are. Be what he created you to be. Don't allow other people to sway you from what he created you to be. Because he can back his up. Because man is fickle. He loves you today, he'll hate you tomorrow. Get what he wants, take what he's got, dry you up, going on some other place. But God will keep reviving you until you get to glory land. Amen? I think I've been, uh, they've waved the thing and that's too much. I don't want to overfeed you. You got enough? All right. Is there anything on that I need to get? You see, I always have a little bit more, but I learned something a long time ago. And, and when, when I, you all don't know it, but when I say thank you, it's 30 minutes back there. They do, they wrote that. Because I've learned that if you start going over 30 to 40 minutes, you're gonna, folks are going to start going to sleep on you. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I do this. Praise God. Thank God. All right.
Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we truly, truly want you to guide us in the direction you would have us to go. We don't want to be influenced or enticed by anything outside of the word of God. We know that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He wants to mess up our lives. He wants to take us and use us as vehicles that he can use to, to build his kingdom. But you, Father, have given us a way out, and that is your word, by saving us and baptizing us with the Holy Spirit and building up your kingdom. We here at Christ Temple North this morning and those on the looking, we want to build your kingdom up. So we ask you to empower us, strengthen us, give us the wisdom, the foresight, the insight to do everything we can to build the kingdom of God up. Protect us from all of that silliness and craziness going on around us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, let me know when I'm off. See, we have to sit here. Now, we've we redone this so we, we could stay away from each other. Okay?